Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. My name is Pete Donaldson, and once again, it is my honour, privilege, and pleasure to uh, be joined by one Mr. Christopher Tilly. You all right, mate? I'm great. Yeah, thank you for having me, uh, Pete. I always love talking to you. You have a very gentle manner about you on, on a podcast, uh, and you're a little bit more robust in real life. Is that right? Forthright. You have a very, yeah, you have a very gentle manner. I d- I'm not sure which Tilly I like more. Is it the Christopher Tilly? <laughs> Of the podcast or Christopher <laughs> Tilly in real life, I'd like a mixture of the two, quite frankly. So you think I'm? Oh God, I'm. I, I think I was pretty horrible no, on no. last week's Clash of the Titles. Towards the end, <laughs> the quiz got pretty okay. unpleasant. So the the quiz always gets unpleasant because there's a lot of competitive people in there, and there's a couple of people in there that are silly billies as well. So what they don't know That's is that I've about. I now do the quiz every week. So Vicky and Alex mm. go against each other. What they don't know, and yeah. they'll only find out if they listen to this, is I've actually been keeping score between them, and I've bought a trophy, <sighs> which I'm going to hand to one of them at the end of this oh. year. No, I mean, you realise it's getting... If, if you're doing it face-to-face, uh, 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 COVID-allowing, uh, in the next few months, and you, and you give them their trophy, um, if it's not Alex, he will snap the trophy. Oh. Um, so you need to be careful. You need to carry a knife or a weapon <laughs> to defend yourself. <laughs> he does get angry, doesn't oh, fantastic. he? <laughs> he does get angry, but... No, I think Vicky gets angry sometimes about the nuts and bolts of the competition more uh, than Alex just gets angry because he's 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 got one wrong or something. Alex so, gets angry if a film yeah. he likes doesn't get voted the best film at the end of the episode. He'll throw his <laughs> toys out the pram. <laughs> one week he purposely That's why it's a good show. That's why it's a good show. One week a he man... purposely picked bad films for the next week to punish me and Vicky. <laughs> not think not realizing he's punishing himself because he had to watch those shit films as well. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so one of the things you do do you do 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 uh, at ClashPod on uh, Twitter is you give a a little movie clue um, about the movie you're going to be featuring on uh, the Clash of the Titles that week. Um, I've not looked at this week's, so maybe I can have a crack at, uh, at the ones you've chosen this time. Yeah, right? do because do. It's because Thursday. It's Thursday, yeah, so right. the episode will be out where they yeah. get announced. So the clue on the cool. episode last week was Oscar winners in orbit. And the clue on Twitter was time is not a flat circle. Oh, right. Uh, Oscar winners. What's the one about the mining? There's a few Oscar winners in there, aren't there? Um, the mining and the, and the, the, I think you featured it in, in, in Clash of the Titles once. It's about these space miners who, uh, miners like the people who cut the rock rather than uh, children. And they, <laughs> uh, and, and instead of taking, um, clever people who can be taught to mine. They they take up miners who could t- be taught you're to be clever. T- you're talking about Armageddon. <laughs> oh, Armageddon. <laughs> that is such a weird way to describe. Why... You meant the meteorite movie. It's what you should have said. Yeah, the, you yeah, said the miner movie. movie. Um, yeah. No, the clue is what's good is there. Do you know where the quote "time is is a flat circle" comes from? 
It sounds like it sounds like it might be like oh, it might be no. It's true. <laughs> it's true detective. It's true detective. Oh, is it right? And okay. Matthew McConaughey says right, it several right, times. Right. And Matthew McConaughey is the right. big clue because he's a, an Oscar winner who's in both of these science oh, fiction films. Yes, he goes through his daughter's bookshelf. Exactly. So yeah, it's that one. It's Interstellar. The bookshelf space boy. Interstellar. <laughs> it's space the boy, space aka boy. Interstellar. And then Contact is the other one where <laughs> Jodie Foster is the Oscar oh, winner nice. in Contact. And they're actually oh, really super I... similar. Those two films. Yes. Uh, well, Contact is one of those films that I've always gone, oh, I fancy that, and I've never bloody watched it. Um, but all I can think of is Jodie Foster's face and some big um, receiving satellite dishes. That's, yes. That's all I've got. It's that's an emotional roller coaster, that one, and I really recommend okay. it. I'm hoping a few people will watch that for the first time because I think everyone's seen Interstellar. But hopefully, mm. um, and the, as I said on the last episode, I'm sure it's going to mean two hours of Alex doing impressions of Matthew McConaughey. And I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a stinker. Even I can do an impression of Matthew McConaughey. Everyone's got a McConaughey uh, on the go. Didn't he, wasn't he involved in The Athletic? Wasn't he one of the um, the people who put a bit of money into the um, celebrated and... Uh, um, uh, yeah, uh, football and um, and uh, NFL and NBA kind of venture out Pot- in the US. Potentially. Well, you know that I go to Austin, Texas a lot. Um, he has just yeah. built um, a football stadium there. Not personally. I think he paid people to, to build it. Right. But yeah, he's launching Texas's first um, professional football team. Um, yeah. I, it was supposed to be this season, but with COVID, maybe it's been pushed back. But yeah, and that's completely him and his wife own the football team. As in soccer team, yeah? Soccer team. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, right. I call it so, football. So I, guess, yeah. I call it football, Pete. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just worrying about their. Um, I'm just worrying about you, you know the left back and, and left. Who are they going to? Who are they going to find to fill those positions? Uh, left back or left wing? Is this a joke? <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> they'll be all right, all right, all right. <laughs> what? <laughs> they'll they'll be all right, all oh. right. They'll be all right, all right, all right. It was actually Fucking a good joke. Oh, it I'm was sorry. a good joke in Apologies. the end. I just Apologies. didn't. I just couldn't find a way of expressing it properly. <laughs> anyway, shut up about your bloody films. I'm going to talk about a fucking dentist. Check this new story out from like ages ago. Yonks, decades, right? Um, this came up uh, a few days ago, and I cannot stop thinking about it. Um, this happened in Detroit uh, back in I think the eighties. Um, a fifteen-year-old boy went to his dentist. Right, with uh, with a demand for him to remove his permanent braces. Uh, obviously, uh, it, it's quite a traumatic experience getting braces, and, and and I didn't enjoy my time with fixed braces. It was bloody painful and bloody horrible. And I looked like an, a, a big silly. Um, and uh, yeah, he, this fifteen-year-old boy went to the dentist demanding the dentist remove his braces, um, and so much so that he pulled a loaded forty-five caliber automatic uh, uh, pistol at um, at the dentist. The orthodontist, Norman, Norman Castens, ordering him to remove the braces immediately. And, uh, yeah, the dentist did exactly that. Uh, apparently, the boy had gone to loads of dentists in the area uh, asking them to remove um, remove his braces. Nobody would do it for him. Um, yeah, and then he turned up with a gun and, and threatened the dentist. To well, I, I read that. It's, it says the boy had apparently asked other dentists in the area to remove his braces before visiting Castens' yeah. office. Did he leave a trail of dead dentists in his wake? <laughs> I'm thinking, they, don't, yeah. they don't make it clear exactly. if he was pulling the gun on all these dentists or not. 
Yeah, exactly. So, so he, why would you go to a new dentist? Just go to the first dentist twice and bring a gun the second time. It doesn't make any sense. I had him in the chair and he leaned over and he pulled the gun out of his pocket and said, would this make you change your mind? And I said, yes, Carsten. <laughs> like piss my pants. Yeah, so incredible. So, so yeah, the, um, he had to. He wouldn't. He wasn't pointing the gun at the dentist while he was doing it. Um, but the the, the youth um, kind of um, sort of decided to just put it on his lap for a little while. So interesting. Uh, the, a dental assistant overheard the conversation and called the police, and then he got arrested. Well, the, the gun went off though. There was a struggle. Um, did it? Oh yeah, yes, yeah. it did. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, in in the scuffle, the boy grabbed a detective's gun, causing it to start discharge into the floor. Um, so it got pretty serious. It <laughs> it just it seems a little a little bit much, doesn't it? We're all, we're all a bit silly when we're that age. Um, but you said but, this—he yeah, really wanted his braces off. <laughs> Did you say this was from the nineteen eighties? This article. I, I, I maybe it looks like the nineteen eighties. I don't know when this happened. I just I just don't think it really matters. Because I country. have a question mark <laughs> note underneath the writer's name of this article. It says right. where it comes from. I've got a question mark about it. Right. That. What does it say there, Pete? Robert Musial. Yeah. What Robert does it say? Musial from the Night the Night Rider <laughs> newspapers. Night Rider. Oh, Night Rider. Is it Night Rider <laughs> newspapers? Is, was there was, was there a Night Rider newspaper in the eighties? Uh, night, well, Night Ridden newspaper. Yeah, they, I mean that must be like a little kind of county newspaper, surely. Night, sure. the Night County or the Ridder County. It, I, weirdly, I saw Night Ridder and I thought, Batman, what's that about? Weird. Um, but you've it, got why, why is he? Why is he? You know, you've got weird. lovely teeth now. Um, I, 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 I no, I do have lovely teeth though. Yeah, I had, I had a bit of a disaster. I had, I had braces as well when I was about fourteen or fifteen, probably sixteen mm. and seventeen actually. And then a few months after I got them removed uh, on my 18th mm. birthday, I had too much to drink and I fell over on my face and knocked my teeth out. So my lovely, beautiful I mean, fixed teeth uh, that I'd spent years having painful orthodontistry on um, were no more. <laughs> Chris, you're a, you're, you're a drinky, drinky, folly, folly over person, aren't you? I, I'm Clearly. A, I'm a drinky, drinky, go homey person. Like I'm a, I'm a drinky, drinky... Um, Wait until I'm I can get into a taxi kind of person. I'm a drinky drinky chat to the chat to the taxi driver person. You're a drinky drinky folly off person. Yes, yes. There's my my face. My face is a <laughs> two, mess of scars. Very different. Oh, you do have a cut on your head as well. What you Jiminy Cricket? But you're looking good though. You're looking tan. Uh, the last time I saw you, you're looking tan. You're looking like uh, the video game character Max Payne. Has many people uh, have many people given you that uh, look alike? He's got a lovely beard growing. And you've got um, a shaved head and you're very tanned. A lot of people are sending me pictures of Max Payne yeah. at the moment. And I didn't understand it at first. I think you were the first person to say something. And yes, I, I know I Max know. Payne as Mark Wahlberg. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I forgot about. Yeah. Well, he had his, his uh, similar trouble past when he was younger. <laughs> I don't, not... think, I don't think his wife was killed by a by a burglar or something like Max Payne was. But ironically, I, about a month ago, bought a shirt that is exactly the same as that shirt that mm. he wears in the pictures that everyone's sending me. Apart from my one has has um, Critter Aliens hidden all over it. It's a horror movie shirt. Oh, it's... is it? Right. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, I like that a lot. It's a bit so, geeky. I mean, you could... I mean... Yeah, I mean, you could get away with walking around with a revolver demanding that dentists fix your teeth yep. when you're red. That's Halloween sorted. So I think it would, 
<laughs> Good, that's Halloween sorted. What's going on with the Halloween parties? Are there are Halloween parties happening? I'm scared there's no Halloween parties uh, happening. Well, Personally, you can have. I guess you I can have like a Halloween, Halloween party. party, but you can't have more than six people six. at it. Have a grouse shooting run. <laughs> I like, combine a bit of grouse shooting and a little bit of Halloween fun. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, I've got another new story as well, and it's all about the little animals, the little water bears that are called tardigrades or tardigrades. Tardigrades? Tardigrades. Basically, they're like little little things that live on moss and dirt, um, and they're very, very small creatures, and they look very, very adorable. They look like little fat bears with their little claws and um, eight, uh, eight little feet. Um, and Are they real? Yeah. Because... Yeah, they're real. They're like the smallest thing ever. And I think they can live in really weird places like um, really sulfuric um, water. Uh, uh, like it's it's the only thing that will survive in that kind of um, solution, like really high sulfur content. Because I'd never heard the word tardigrade until the mm. new series of Star Trek. Um, it became quite a, a right. central plot point was there You're was this it then. creature called the tardigrade. And I thought, oh, that's mm. a cool name that the Star Trek people have made up for this invented creature. And now, and then the article you sent me, the picture of it doesn't look like a real thing. It looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> it's a, it looks adorable. They're, they're tiny little, cute little bears things. But are you telling me that's a? Oh no, see, that's bears. a rendering of a tardigrade. So that's someone drawing one. That's a yeah. That's a three D model. Yeah, that's a, that's a rendering. Of, that's a three D model from Getty Images. Um, but yeah, it's 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 somebody. But but the story goes, um, this company. <laughs> this company have made um, some kind of like Christmas bauble uh, renders of these um, little water bears. So, t- so, so like uh, large water bears, the size of Christmas ornaments are on sale on like Etsy or one of those kind of like online kind of kitschy uh, websites. And PayPal will not process any of the tra- transactions if it's got the word tardigrade in. Uh, now, immediately, people thought that it was something to do with the, the, the word tard. And obviously, remember when like you couldn't use the word scumthorpe for a while because it looked like you couldn't use scumthorpe in a, in a, or in a database because it had the, the C word in it. Well, tard, obviously, um, a shortening of the word retard, uh, which nobody uses anymore. Um, but yeah, the, uh, people thought it was originally that. But it's not actually. There's a company um, called Tardig- Tardigrade uh, Limited who are on the um, naughty list, the blacklist uh, of doing anything in the US business-wise of the Office of Foreign Assets Controls. There's a sanctioned company who are called Tardigrade Limited. Um, and so basically PayPal will not allow anybody to sell Tardigrade products if they've got the word Tardigrade in the actual title. So uh, if you are thinking of making tardigrade shaped products or calling a company tardigrade don't do it because paypal will not will have no truck with your business they have no business dealing with you so so just watch out guys. or we need to speak to slobodan tesic the arms and munitions dealer and see if he'll change the name of his company Mm. that might be an easy way of doing it it's registered in cyprus that's not far away Said Limassol, let's let's go around. We've got the address here. It's got the registration number of C seven C three seven eight seven eight three seven. So we could pop over and just 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 say hello and go look, guys. For the sake of the water bear, for the sake of the tardigrades, <laughs> just just change your bloody company name for crying out loud. Um, if you've ever encountered a tardigrades in the wild, if you know anything that we don't know about tardigrades, which is literally everything, uh, do get in touch. Hello at LukeandPeteShort.com. We're going to take a short ad break and we'll uh, get your emails in just a minute. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. 
feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. In 2020, self-care can seem like yet another overwhelming job for women. Every week, we test out a new kind of self-care so you don't have to. Firstly, can we just clarify how we pronounce it? Kombucha? Kombucha. Yeah. Kombucha. Kombucha. Self-care club. Wellness road tested. So that was the first day. You know, it was just the not slipping into the complete default mode of what I normally do, which is have a go at my husband for what he hasn't done. And, you know, all of that stuff, I kind of stopped. Okay, so it was more the absence of meanness rather than the projection (laughs) of kindness at this initial point. Yes. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your pods. This week we are testing out menstrual cups. How are you feeling? Dreading it. I know that you love to give a practice that's all about down below. I'm not interested. I've never even really thought about it since before I met you. You've that- never thought about your vagina until you met me. It doesn't get a lot of air. <laughs> it doesn't get a lot of air time. No, it doesn't. The Self-Care Club is a Stakhano production. And we're back with the wonderfully titled Christopher Tilly uh, from the Clash of the Titles podcast. It's all about films and that. Uh, and I heartily uh, recommend it. Luke's away. He'll be back um, on Monday. He's currently halfway up a mountain still. He loves a bit of Scotland as our Luke. Oh, yeah. I like Scotland. It's beautiful, but only in the summer. I can't go near it in the yeah, winter. Can- no, could, they, well, the rainy season's always kind of like August. I just can't be, I can't be handling like I've only ever really been sort of Edinburgh and Glasgow and um, uh, where and a place in the middle and Aberdeen. Glasgow oh, was the God, last Aberdeen place I went before lockdown, um, oh, really? or before COVID yeah. properly hit. I went to a horror film festival there called Fright Fest, and mm. it was very strange. No one was sure what 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 was coming people were shaking hands but weren't sure if we should be shaking hands and i remember that one of the hosts came out on stage with a face mask on and it got a big laugh hmm. um the idea right, that we'd okay. have to wear a face funny. mask and this so that was in <laughs> that was in february the end of february and of course you know nice who's laughing now Who's laughing now? Well, for the first few weeks of uh, COVID, like the government were just saying, oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry with the masks. Maybe we should have adopted the masks. Yes. Why have flattened that curve a bit? Fright Fest had it right. 
Oi, oi, oi. Um, what is the most iconic movie mask? Would it be the Scream mask? Would it be the Jason mask? Would it be the mask mask? <laughs> <laughs> What's the mask mask? Just the film from the, the mask from the mask. Oh, yes. The, the, Jim, Car- the, the Jim Carrey, Carrey. one. There's a, I, was, I thought you were referring to a film called Mask about a young lad with a facial deformity. And I was... Oh, no. That's... Uh, is that... He's a redhead boy. Eric Stoltz. He's a little redhead boy. The original, Eric Stoltz, the original who, Marty McFly. Would have been Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I reckon the Scream one is the most iconic. Mm. Um, and yeah. obviously, we're getting a new Scream uh, movie coming soon. So that'll be back in the news. Um, cause the Jason one, it, I mean, it's just a hockey mask, so he can't yeah, take credit for popularizing that. Did, did, um, remember Casey Jones from the Turtles? Did he have a hockey mask? He I know did. he used a cricket yeah, yeah, bat yeah. at yeah, one Yeah, because he was he a hockey a player. Hockey mask. Was yep. it similar to Jason? Right, okay, yeah. I see. Anyway, let's get some emails. Um, we, we are terrible for not having enough time to, uh, to, to read out some emails, but we've, we've piled through all of the content very quickly and the, and the content that was pre-planned anyway. So uh, let's get to some emails. I'm going to kick off with an email here. Um, anonymous illegal rave whistleblower. Please keep my uh, my title anonymous. And I have done so for the first time in looking picture history. I always read out their names accidentally and we've always got to bleep them. Please keep me anonymous as the person I found out this from listens to the show. So I don't want to look like a big grass, but I'm going to grass anyway because this is too interesting not to share. Anyway, I'm writing in after listening to your episode a few weeks back where you talked about the illegal raves going on at the moment, and they are still going on. There's not a day goes by that I don't see some Berkshire uh, police force uh, tweeting a picture of um, some illegal ravers on um, on heat-detecting um, drone cameras. It's all it's all going off like a frog in a sock. Uh, a friend of mine told me about someone who'd been contacted um, potentially having an illegal rave on their land. The company, in inverted commas, uh, <laughs> maybe it's Tardigrade Limited, who offered said rave, offered £1,500 to them and the promise that they would organise the whole thing with the stage, music, security, tickets, DJ, and all sorts, and they will pay them the money and give them 25 free tickets for friends to attend. I don't want a bit more money than a grand and a half, to be quite frankly. 250 people, apparently, are going to attend uh, overall. As part of the deal, the company signs a waiver which says that they will pay any fines if they get caught. And also there is an... Inter- I mean, I wouldn't trust that promise either. Uh, and also there is an internationally renowned DJ coming to perform, all happening between 2am and 5am. That is all. Uh, I do have more questions, though, that I'd love to know. Travel, as you mentioned, would be a big issue. How will all these people get to a remote farm in the middle of uh, the countryside? There's no parking, there's no local station or anything. Where do they sleep? Do they sleep? It'll be mid-September. The weather might be bad. What will they do until 2am when it begins? Is there a snack table? Do you bring your own drink? Are bucket hats required to be worn? Um, it seems like these raves are much more well-organised than I thought with companies setting them up uh, and they must be making a lot of money off the back of them. It's all very interesting. I thought you might uh, be interested in a further peek behind the curtain in the world of rave. I won't attend. It's not for me, really. It's way too late slash early. Thank you. The anonymous illegal rave whistleblower. Very interesting. Um, I'm annoyed that I've not been invited to an illegal rave. Chris, have you ever been to an illegal rave or even just a a legal rave in your past? Uh, And will you be attending one in the cold uh, winter nights this year? You're saying that, but you're saying that you haven't been invited. But he does say that it's an internationally renowned DJ performing. Could that be you? I have been known to broadcast as far as the Netherlands on a cold AM night <laughs> when it's easier to transmit those AM signals. Um, yeah, uh, look, I am for pay. I am I am hot to trot, guys. Uh, get in touch. Uh, hello at lookingpeatshow.com. If you'd like me to attend and DJ, um, I have th- in, in a 
my last house move, I did throw a lot of my CDs away because they were covered in uh, vodka and Red Bull uh, from the last time that I DJed. So it will be Spotify only, unfortunately. Uh, though I do have one of those little portable um, DJ decks that, that you can mix songs with. So look, hello at com. You can only ask. You can only ask. As, I mean, as you know, I'm a bit of an indie kid, so I wasn't a raver. Mm. I think the closest I've come to no. attending anything like what goes on at a rave is sort of three in the morning at Glastonbury or something in some remote right. field with something, you know, a sound system being set up and people dancing until the early hours. I mean, our anonymous whistleblower does ask, where will they sleep? Do they sleep? I don't think he's really <laughs> understanding what happens at a rave. There's a lot of drugs yeah. taken. You are definitely yeah. staying awake. There's no one um, sleeping uh, at five in the morning. So, um, mm. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's an interesting experience, but not not something I'm in a hurry to repeat no but but I, I could see you in a little bucket hat dancing to like a, a remix a breakbeat remix a breakbeat jesus christ how old am i breakbeat remix of the stone roses oh yeah i'd be all over i'd be all over that, that. <laughs> <laughs> all right then let's get the next email uh simon ork has got in touch uh chris do you want to say this one uh i can do oh yes there we go um Hello, Luke and Pete. Listening to your latest offering, you were talking about the fattest man in Leicestershire. (laughs) Were you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we were. He's a man who you see every now and again on the bus stop. Uh, For some reason, he's a famous Leicester celebrity. Um, I think this is before they found an actual king in a car park. Um, But yeah, big big fat man. Big Uh, fat man. So Simon says, I think you may be talking about Daniel Lambert, who was born in Leicester in 1770 and died in Stamford in 1809, weighing in at 52 stone and 11 pounds. Uh, At that point, he was the... Older than John Tenter, the wrestler. I think he managed to get a little bit older than John Tenter even. Uh, at that point, he was the heaviest man in recorded history. Uh, Stanford still has a pub called the Daniel Lambert, along with several other references to his renowned fatty around the town. Uh, so you're saying you've seen this person around Leicestershire and Simon saying I've he died in 1809. No, I said, no, I, I didn't see the man. I, I saw, <laughs> I saw uh, pictures of him and he looks magnificent imagine how old is he 39 and he's managed to get to 52 stone how are they even weighing that like because i i don't buy the 52 stone business that's incredible so you've seen what are these drawings of him or are these photographs from the 1700s paintings 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 of him okay good because i was slightly worried we were saying something libel about some poor man in leicester who's got a weight problem but no daniel lambert (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but we're talking about an old bloke who died okay uh, wow! Yeah. So it's, I'm just saying, that, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Fifty-two stone is a lot. It sounds like um, if this comes up a lot on the show, maybe you need to record an episode in the Daniel Lambert pub, or in Daniel Lambert, his cadaver. <laughs> Imagine how his, his bones are desiccated with all that pressure. It, it, it must be annoying though, if he, you know, if if competitive um, growth is your thing, and you're fifty-two stone and eleven pounds, that's a share, isn't it? That's that's how high he got. Just put, just put something in your pants, like just to, to weigh yourself down a bit more to get over the, the uh, fifty three stone mark. Awful, <laughs> awful business. Um, 
Hello to, uh, who have we got here? Ian. Hello, Ian. Hello, just catching up on some weak old shows. Uh, that could be spelled either way. Um, and you got me thinking, uh, which is no mean feat. I'm in my 40s now and I'm working from home and uh, it's a blessing. There's no commute. There's more homes under the hammer, etc. But when I think how uh, me 20 years ago would have coped, my life would have been so much more worse off. We were talking about um, the, the, the double-edged sword of uh, being able to work from home and how, mm. you know, it's it, 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 for a lot of people may not um, affect the, their mental health in a positive positive way uh, but then for others might be a, a better way of doing things I met my wife in my first job after university I started my second job when I was 24 and I still have a close group of uh, 10 friends friends who bonded through five-a-side football tours to play the head office in Switzerland and many drug and misadventures in London likely none of that would have happened if we'd only interacted through a screen um, I have no point but I am in, I am uh, enjoying a dog walking beer as a throwback to an old topic uh, yeah we were talking about strange uh, different kinds of beer um, shower beer um, um, like walkie beers walking out to, to where you're going to be um, uh, go to sleepy beers if you fancy that sort of caper but yeah dog walking beer that's not one I've enjoyed myself but I, I do fancy that I do fancy a dog walker beer it's not a bad shout actually have you uh, have you got a, a special kind of beer that you um, you you rate massively while cooking beer what you have different beers for different activities different kinds of beer different beers you can um, match it up with a particular brand if you want but it's just a different classification of beer shower beer bed beer um uh if you're operating a threshing machine beer risky but there's different kinds of beers what, for different kinds what's of things. A, and, and what's a bed beer i mean are you literally talking about lying in bed drinking beer before a you drink, go to sleep drinking a beer <laughs> That is very yes. problematic. And then are you having another one when you wake up at your second bed beer in the morning? Exactly. <sighs> one to one for sleepies, one for wickies. See, I rarely have more than one kind of beer in my fridge. This would suggest that you'd have like eight different kinds of beer ready to go in your fridge yeah. at any time. Again, <laughs> yeah, this sounds like you might have yeah. a problem. Yeah, if if you hide, if you're having a toilet system beer, maybe maybe have one less until it's not a problem. Um, that that is my solution to everything, guys. Just have one less until it's not a problem anymore. <laughs> I realise that's not how addiction works, but just have one less until it's not a problem anymore. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, also um, being at, at home uh, a little bit more than you, you'd usually uh, be at home. Are you watching any sort of weird telly that you would not usually watch? Because obviously your job is film, so obviously you're watching a lot more films than you would usually get through. I imagine. But is there any like kind of like really crappy telly that you just can't get enough of? I'll tell you what I'm watching a lot of and it's not crap telly or it might be. Right. <laughs> Some of it is. It's this it channel be. I discovered on the high numbers called Talking Pictures TV. Oh, and- that's what my dad watches. You're turning into my dad. Oh, <laughs> black and white. There was a, uh, a Steam McQueen film on there last week. Uh, yeah, they pick up old films on the cheap and yeah. screen them. And, you know, it's not in high definition. Um but no. there's some real gems on there and some absolute classics as well, like Powell and Pressburger's movies I love. But I like some of the old sort of classic British comedies. I've seen all the famous mm. healing ones, but it's just some of this, this, these more obscure, very strange films. Um, so I've just really enjoyed that <laughs> of, an after, of an afternoon, watching a couple of old black and white films. Um, oh, does nice. that make... and, and, and they were short back then, weren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not sure going much over done. 80 minutes. So um, it's not yeah. a whole afternoon. Sure Am I turning into your dad? Yeah. I think you are telling me my dad. Oh, my dad! My dad just constantly, basically, when um, a man aggressively kisses a woman in one of those old films, uh, such was the the leading man would always um, grab the leading lady and and sort of like sort of stoop with her and and, and kind of quite aggressively kiss her. Uh, and my dad will send me a clip of it and go, 
won't get that in a film nowadays. I go, no, and 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 it's for the better. Cinema's got better. Cinema's learned that that is unacceptable. Um, so yeah, it, it's basically just that. And and um, and cameos from Steve McQueen when he pops in on some like really because yeah, Steve McQueen. Like I love Bullet and I loved like Towering Inferno and stuff like that. But you do watch a lot of Steve McQueen and he was all just presence, wasn't he? He would, they would he didn't really do much. He's a bit like uh who's in Blade Runner twenty whatever? Uh Ryan Gosling. Seacrest. Gosling. Like he I could watch that man take out the bins because he's just got such great presence. He doesn't really have to act at any point. Um like the most of acting I think he's ever done is like Lars and the Real Girl, or that one where he took heroin as a teacher. Um Bad Teacher, I think it was called. <laughs> no. um, oh god what's it called? called it's really good as well film naughty teacher film. naughty teacher um but yeah like i think um steve mcqueen got away with doing very little acting in this film he would do a lots of bits of business when you watch him and do you know what i mean when mm. i say bits of business no he would be fiddling with things he would be fiddling with things he would be touching things he'd be moving and so he was all he was all about getting the attention on him from his co-stars and i think (laughs) when he sort of announced himself on the world stage it was it was magnificent seven and yul brynner was the movie star in that not steve mcqueen but there's a scene where they're together where it's it's yul brynner's doing all the speaking sitting on a stagecoach but yeah. um, Steve McQueen's doing stuff with his gun, like doing little tricks. And, and, right. and he was really annoying Yul Brynner offset, apparently, by doing this. <laughs> and, that, and then Yul Brynner got even more annoyed when he watched the film because he realised that whole scene, you're not watching him, you're He's watching Steve McQueen. He's doing stuff behind McQueen. his back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little cheeky He's scam. doing like a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> He's brought in some executive toys. He's got a little uh, Newton's cradle that he's fiddling with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wonderful. He's got a stress ball. Oh, wonderful. Very enjoyable. Half Nelson. Oh, well, well, look, we're at... yeah. Half Nelson. Did you just Google that? Yeah. You shit. You should not be Googling anything. That's what this show is all about. Um, well, Chris, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for um, filling in for uh, Lucky Lucky Yaron Moore. Uh, Luke will be back on Monday unless he rolls his ankle on his big uh, Scottish mountain. Um, yeah, how can people uh, get involved with your podcast? Uh, Clash the Titles, wherever you get your pods, or we are at Clash Pod on Twitter if you want to see what we're chatting about. And also, Pete, are you going to come and guest again? I've told you the films I want you to do. Yes, Don't please. say them because it's got to be a surprise. But will no. you come back? Space Meteor Mining Boys. <laughs> I want to do that film. Aliens from Heaven. I just want to do a football film. Yeah. I, we, did, we did an actual feature on, on the Football Ramble where we did Pete's Film Club and we watched some absolute stinkers. <laughs> what was the, what was the worst well. one? Was it that stupid one that you told me about um, with, uh, with, with Gerard <sighs> Butler? Um, no, not playing for keeps, which I believe was the title of that one. Um, I think um, if it wasn't goal three, it might have been soccer dog European Cup, <laughs> European pop. I, I think it was a soccer dog. Yeah, soccer, it might have been soccer dog where they where they went to Scotland. I, I can't really remember, but there were, there were some pretty dreadful ones. There was a good Portuguese one uh, that was like a parody of the Cristiano Ronaldo kind of character. Um, very very bizarre. I'll have to send that your way. Diam- Diamantino or something. I think it's okay. called. Check it out. Well cool. worth a watch. I think it's on. Uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Anyway, um, yeah, check out Clash of the Titles. It's fucking brilliant. And I say so because um, I ruined it once uh, by doing some football movies uh, back in the day. Uh, but do have a listen. Uh, they're at Clash Pod on uh, Twitter, and you can check out their podcast uh, wherever you get your pods. Uh, if you'd like to get to our show, it's hello at lukepeatshort.com. We'll be back on Monday with more of this nonsense. Say goodbye, Chris Tilly. Goodbye, Chris Tilly. And it's goodbye from me. Chris usually isn't this polite. (laughs) Fuck off.
This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.